Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? So it seems like it would be hard to talk about this time of year without talking about death. I mean, we're at the time of year as I'm recording, it's October, and I look out the window and I see the big maple tree in my backyard with its yellow leaves and knowing that in the springtime those leaves are green and in just a few months there won't be any leaves on the tree anymore as they all fall into my backyard and then I spend several days um, in the coming weeks where I will spend the afternoons raking the leaves into big piles and hauling them away into you know my yard waste bin that Seattle so kindly provides for us to you know compost these um, vegetable and yard waste and other um, plant matters. So in this episode I wanted to talk about this time of year as I'm releasing this mini um, binge season um, right on October 30th and October 31st in order to really kind of honor the traditions that come um, at, at this time of year. So we have Samhain and we have Halloween and there's Dia de los Muertos and there's All Saints Day and All Souls Day. Um, and so really it seems like culturally, even as I'm, you know, in the grocery store and I'm, you know, at the thrift store and just kind of walking around that there is a focus on death and dying in this time of year, which is reflected by, you know, the leaves falling off the trees and the tree branches um, starting to be much more bare, um, with the exception of our beautiful evergreen trees that, um, Seattle area, Washington state is so well known for. So in connecting this with tarot, I wanted to talk about the death card and the death card is the 13th major arcana card. And in the traditional imagery, there is, um, a skeleton in, um, a helmet, wearing a helmet and carrying a flag and it's riding on a horse. And in this traditional imagery, it looks like a battle scene um, and like a like a conquering has happened as there's like a king on the ground with the crown falling off. 
This isn't an image that I connect with, although it's something that I've been thinking about as far as seeing all the different representations of skulls and skeleton imagery during this time of year. People are decorating with it, um, getting ready for trick-or-treaters, which are going to happen as this is as this is released um, you know, on October 30th, it's maybe people have already been doing some um, fall festival things on the weekends. I know my little suburb of Seattle has this sweet little tradition where the Saturday before Halloween, um, all the businesses in the area have um, like they decorate and they have kids come and we just kind of walk around the town and there's hay rides and uh, the kids get candy and can kind of do the trick-or-treating but during the daylight hours um, on a Saturday which is pretty fun but I don't connect so much with this imagery I feel like it's some of it is triggered from my um, my my growing up years that it feels scary. Images with skeletons tend to feel scary. And yet, as I've been, you know, really diving into this concept of um, the death card, that it's it's actually not about maybe even physical death, um, as it is about transformation. So the card that I most resonate with is the iteration of the death card in the Shadowscapes deck. And in that, it's an image of a phoenix. And so in the myth of the phoenix, we have this beautiful bird that um, self-immolates and it lights itself on fire and is reborn and does something um, new and even like a better version of itself from the ashes. But it's a really painful process. So I have been thinking about death and dying in its actual true form, the physical death and dying, because I have been working with a woman who goes to our church and it started off as helping her write her book. So we're not finished and we're, we're nowhere near being finished. Um, for the last six months or so, I have been meeting with her pretty regularly about once a week or once every other week in order to just kind of take dictation from her life story and I've spoken about her before in this experience um, but the reason that there was kind of like a time uh, pressure is because she's on hospice so she is she is dying of cancer related to Agent Orange um, from her time as an army nurse in Vietnam. And last week, so in actually in the last like probably two months or so, we haven't really been doing any writing or even any dictation of her stories to me in order to put them on paper. It has actually morphed into something um, much more gentle and so there was a day that I came to her house and she was not doing well she just didn't have any energy to write and so I just sat with her and then I gave her Reiki and I have been trained um, 
in Reiki since 2007 or 2008 when I was in graduate school for counseling because I thought that I was going to go into private practice and do a combination of mental health counseling um, and having it be sort of like holistic counseling and, and offering Reiki as, as an option. So um, needless to say, my, my path has turned out a little bit different and Reiki isn't something that I've ever done uh, really professionally. It's something that I've just kind of done on friends and family. And um, so I, I gave her Reiki. I just felt this um, call to give her Reiki. And actually I, I knew that it would be um, well-received on her end because part of the story that she is um, writing about or having me help her write is about energy healing. And so, so I gave her Reiki and it was a really, really beautiful experience for me because the people that I've given Reiki on before have been, you know, perfectly healthy with the exception of like a knee injury or some anxiety or, you know, just sort of the normal daily um, aches and pains of being human. But this woman is dying and she was in incredible pain and she just laid there and she took the energy and she just, she cried and, um, and it was just, it was really beautiful. And so she asked if, instead of writing, if I could just come back weekly and, and give her Reiki. So last week when I came to her house, she looked, um, about how she did, you know, eight months ago. She was sitting up on the couch and she was mostly dressed and she looked so full of energy. And one of the conversations we had was just how she was just so full of energy and she she was scared that it seemed like she was getting so much better. She was really getting healthy and um, even though she had cancer and she was just doing really well, and she knew that, you know, as far as finances go, she really only has a couple months left in her home being able to have home hospice before she would have to be moved to a nursing home. And so I'm talking all about this because the death card in tarot is not just about literal death, but it could be about literal death. And what I'm noticing in my experience with my friend is that the process of dying is not quick. It is not easy. And there's actually a lot of resistance um, both when we want something to happen. Um, and, and so, you know, as we were sitting on the couch talking and then I gave her Reiki, she just kept saying that, um, why hasn't she died yet? <laughs> what, you know, what does she need to do? What does she need to be doing? And still kind of having like a, trying to be productive in the act of dying. And you know, as I just sat with her and I said, you know, there, I don't think there is anything you're supposed to be doing. I think it's just being and existing in this moment and that the process of dying is happening, even if we don't see it, even if we want to speed it up, even if we want to slow it down, it's, it's happening. And so there's this, this piece around um, acceptance there. And it kind of reminds me of the, the wheel of fortune, um, card because there's this just ever ever sense of like the wheel is continuing to turn I look at this tree in front of me and I think oh my gosh it's so beautiful it is so beautiful in its brilliant 
gold yellow with green tipped leaves and some red thrown in there and I want it to last forever just in this moment but I know that the leaves are going to continue to turn and then they will fall and the branches will be bare and then there will be buds and next spring the leaves will come back and they'll be green and in the summertime I rarely even notice some of these trees because there's just so much greenery but the actual process from going from green leaves to yellow leaves to red to dropping to decaying it it takes it takes time and so last week as she felt really healthy and good and strong and you know we were just chatting and and laughing and just having some really great um great conversations still knowing that she's dying still knowing that the death process is happening well Today when I showed up, it was a much different, it was a much different situation. Um, wasn't on the couch, was in the hospital bed in her room and was barely lucid. There were some moments where I knew that she recognized me, but eyes mostly closed, tears, a um, lot of pain and looked like, you know, in just the span of seven days had lost, um, you know, it seemed like an incredible amount of weight. And I could tell just by the breathing um, and just her mannerisms and the amount of pain medication she was on that we were entering into some of those final phases. Um, of the death process of the dying process and I know that there will be a rebirth, right? That matter doesn't um, just cease to exist. It just changes energy, changes form. But this process has been taking a really long time. And yet it also feels outside of time. So, you know, I, I, I sat there and I gave her Reiki and um, it was mostly quiet. You know, she made some some noises and said some things and I know she recognized me and there was even one funny moment when I was when I got down to her her feet and gave her Reiki on her feet she told me it tickled and so we aren't at the physical death yet but aspects of her body aspects of her mind aspects of her existence in this human embodiment have already died and the entire process but the entire process is not finished yet and so in connecting with this death card i've been thinking about what are things in my life that go through this process or that have gone through this process um of slowly, slowly kind of um, letting go. Uh, where does the resistance come up in my life of wanting to hold on to something longer than I need to hold on to it or to try to speed up the process, right? I even think about that as far as, you know, I have children and they're in difficult stages and I just, I want to rush to the next stage and rush to the next stage and that's not how it works. Um, and so I, I'm just going to ask you about things, areas of your life that you feel like if you were to pull the death card today, what is it asking you? What is it, what is it saying to you? Um, where is the invitation in that card for you and your, your current experience? Are there things 
that have been in the process of dying and releasing and you're right at the end, right about ready for it to um, be done and something new to come in? Or are you seeing yourself like at the beginning of the fall where you're like, oh, I can sense, I can sense that this is, um, this is heading into that, that season of decay and knowing that there's going to be a rebirth in some form at the end of that time. So that is my, um, that is my musings on the death card. We're really at this um, time of time of year where it feels like it comes up so much more. They say that the veil is thin at this time of year. And in the last week, as I'm, you know, working with my friend who is dying, I've had a couple text messages from um, members of my family that have alerted me to uh, other people having passed. So my great grandma, who I didn't know, it was, it's my grandpa's mom. Um, and she was pretty kind of reclusive and I didn't know her. I think I met her once in my entire life. Um, but she just passed away, um, at 103. And so, you know, I was having that conversation with my mom around whether there'll be a service, um, how to kind of enter into that process um, for, you know, for my grandpa, what's the sort, of, the sort of support that he might need as this, you know, if he were to do a tarot reading right now, maybe the death card that's pulled is an actual literal death. He's no longer, he no longer has a parent, which I still find fascinating because he's in his 80s. Um, and then my uncle's mom, um, as well. So she died at 91. So hearing kind of these stories and thinking back um, to, to loved ones who have been um, gone for a while and just how time, time is so interesting because um, I was thinking about my biological grandpa and he died three years ago um, and I didn't know him very well. But it, I was actually reflecting and thinking, oh, wow, you know, I think it was like last year that this happened. And no, I looked it up and it was three years and just how time is such an interesting concept and feels like it goes so fast or so slow or we're like just completely slowed down. Um, and so today or in this in this time, since this is going to be released on October 30th, 2018, and I recognize that people may be listening to it at um, various times. I'm going to ask you to think about the physical dead, the deaths, the actual physical human um, deaths that have happened in your life, the people that are no longer living, and wondering what it would be like to do sort of an exploration around um, connecting with that energy or honoring them in some way, as it is pretty customary, it seems like, in different cultural traditions to leave offerings or do a rem remembrance or have um, some type of just way to honor the people that have, that have left their physical bodies. And this is a really great time of year 
to do that with all of the different holidays that fall right around October 30th, 31st, and November 1st. Um, so in closing, I want to read from Stephanie Pugh Moon Law's Shadowscape book, The Entry on Death, because it is a beautiful entry around um, this concept. So Stephanie's words say, It is said that the swan is mute its entire life. Upon the threshold of death, however, it sings one achingly beautiful song that steals the final breath from its chest, and then it expires upon that ultimate sigh. It is the most heartbreakingly wrenching song of ending. But the song of the phoenix, that is the song of the swan that cannot compare. When the phoenix sees death beckoning, she lifts her voice in a tragic song of pain, of rending, of sorrow, that yet cannot mask the most intense joy. For she knows that as the flames lick at her heart, the heat is quickening the egg in which her successor sleeps. Her death flame is its life spark. One is linked inextricably to the other. And thus she was tied to her predecessor, and she hers, and she hers, to the beginning of time. She sits in her deathbed upon her nest, and she submits to the inevitable hand of fate. As the fire burns searing hot and white, she spreads her wings and breathes her final song of expiration. So I'm asking you about what? What doors, are your, what doors are you closing and what doors are you entering into in this time? I would love to hear any reflections, anything that come up from this exploration of death, be it human physical death that you are witnessing or experiencing, be it death to particular attitudes or habits or interests, letting it go into that fertile soil and with the hopes that newness and, and beauty is going to come out of come out of the old and come out of the decay. I've really been enjoying, which is, is something that um, I think maybe the general population would find interesting or weird or um, crazy. I've really been enjoying sitting with my friend in the dying process and watching watching and witnessing it unfold in its perfect slowness um, and thinking about, you know, the concept of death midwifery and death doulas and how, you know, there are people there to witness births. And that is a, a profession that, you know, is, is really kind of maybe used more, um, but that just how, how beautiful the, the, the process of dying is, even in its sadness and its grief. Um, and thinking about how lucky I feel to have been able to be a part of my friend's dying process and ushering her into, you know, a new, a new birth, a rebirth as a different, um, a different form of energy. So reach out to me at Leo Rising Tarot on Instagram.
or leorisingtarot at gmail.com for questions, thoughts, reflections. Would love to hear from you, and I'll talk with you soon. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Leo Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived, so feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting, but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years, so know that there isn't a tarot um, Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes.